From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, July 6th. I'm Sarah Wright. The latest entry in the political canvassing effort around the recently enacted Cannabis Cultivation Ordinance is Citizens for Sustainable Agriculture. That's a pro-ordinance organization that's hired a strategist and canvassers to persuade voters not to sign either of the referendum petitions currently in circulation. The People's Referendum to Save Our Water, Wildlife, and Way of Life seeks to repeal the entire ordinance, while the Small is Beautiful effort proposes to strike footnote 6, which allows for 10% of a parcel over 10 acres to be used for cannabis cultivation. Leo Buck is a local political strategist who's working to defeat the referendums against the ordinance. So who is paying for this political action committee? So we're hoping to have a complete list of supporters up on our website by the end of the week, but Citizens for Sustainable Agriculture is funded by legacy cultivators uh, who realize that the success of either referendum would be the death knell for legal cannabis in Mendocino County. Every legacy cultivator in Mendocino County is actually incorporated as a corporation, so they primarily contribute to any cause through those companies. What are some of the companies? I don't have the records in front of me. Uh, but we're just finishing up a mandatory reporting period for all political organizations, so the Secretary of State should have them shortly. About how many signatures have you gathered? So we're not actually gathering signatures. There's no legal petition. Uh, We're making sure that voters have access to accurate information about the ordinance, and folks are signing up for our newsletter. Yeah, there's no actual legal mechanism for a petition against a petition. Uh, the, The only mechanism for that is that if people feel as though they've been misled into signing, Uh, You can actually file a letter with the Registrar of Voters to have your name removed from a petition that you signed. So I saw a petition um, with one of your signature gatherers at the farmer's market a couple of days ago that said, you know, something like, I support uh, Chapter 2218, the county's effort at crafting this new ordinance. And I saw a couple of signatures on there. Like, what are people signing when they sign that? Yeah, they're signing signing a public endorsement of the ordinance. They support the ordinance. They don't support the referendum. Uh, and that they're interested in having more accurate information about the ordinance distributed through the community. Uh, We've heard things like 780,000 acres of rangeland are going to be put into cannabis. Uh, Even the wildest interpretation of what this ordinance actually says uh, would not allow that to happen. According to Julia Krog, Assistant Director of Planning and Building Services, the total acreage of ag and rangeland parcels over 10 acres in Mendocino County, excluding the coastal zone, is about 752,185. She told the Board of Supervisors on June 3rd that much of that land is unlikely to meet the required findings for a cultivation permit under the new ordinance. But the county hasn't set a convincing precedent for its ability to implement an elegant theory. One cannabis program manager who vanished into the desert on the day of a key meeting thought people were growing weed in a place called Cavello. The search for an ag commissioner turned up a few characters who were problematic at best. Meanwhile, Illegal hoop houses continue to proliferate. The county did recently decide to beef up its code enforcement program, but it's arguable that Mendocino County never would have gotten the reputation it has if enforcing cultivation laws had ever been wildly successful. Enforcement is going to be a challenge in Mendocino County no matter what we do. To throw out the baby with the bathwater as far as having a workable ordinance uh, that actually allows for an emerging legal market to, to be created in Mendocino County uh, for want of the challenges associated with enforcing il- against illegal operators seems beyond counterintuitive. It seems downright destructive. I think a lot of people have been 
sort of discouraged during the pandemic because they wrote hundreds of letters to the planning commission and the board of supervisors and you can't show up in person and i think people felt like they were ignored so is there is there a reason for people not to feel ignored with with this permit process can people show up at a hearing and say no i do not want this person here i'm scared that they're going to drop a bunch of deep wells is that going to be heeded by the the elected representatives and their appointees well with regards to water use because you mentioned wells i yeah. think there's a few things worth noting there uh which is that any water developments with any new cannabis projects in mendocino county would require hydrological studies that demonstrated that they weren't going to have adverse impacts on neighbors in the old system folks if they met a set of guidelines they were able to start a new project prior to permitting in the use permit structure, not only are neighbors notified of any new projects before they break ground, but breaking ground before the planning commission approves it actually excludes an operator from being able to get a permit. Right, and one of the things, I think it was the Round Valley Water District, wanted a full hydrological study of their area because they said, you know, individual studies for each potential applicant isn't going to give a full picture of the whole watershed in Round Valley. Is all this focus on individual sites just a way to avoid doing a comprehensive countywide EIR? I don't think that the environmental damage associated with cannabis is happening in the legal market. The environmental degradation associated with cannabis production in Mendocino County is illegal operators in upland watersheds. It really has very little to do with a legal ordinance. Reached by phone yesterday, Kate Marionchild of the People's Referendum took a quick break from preparing for an event to say she wasn't letting the counter-referendum effort shift her focus. We're just forging ahead, collecting as many signatures as we can, she said. Canvassers for, for both sides have been in the same location on a number of occasions and have talked about how they see the ordinance. Uh, it's part of democracy at work to have folks having civil disagreements uh, and, you know, may the best argument win. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.